on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. We are going. Should I just put up the banner for aesthetics? Just for aesthetic e- purposes. Even though it's just me and you, Dano. How are you, Freddie? Good. How's the week been? Uh, yeah, good. Do you want to introduce uh, us? Or? us. <laughs> I thought you did a pretty good job. You, you, drove, you drove your um, Mrs. Car over. Yeah, I bought the bubble. I sort of um, threw, thought the luxury of the air con and um, not having to... Spend forty bucks worth of fuel to get ten minutes down the road would be pretty good. Yeah. So I um I drive it whenever I can. Shout out to the missus for letting me borrow the bubble. Shout out. Yeah. I'm fucking over. Like mine's is that is your truck a manual? Yeah. Are you over it? I'm over yeah. manuals, man. I get over it now. Like I never used to. Oh, I sort of only get over it when you're sitting in traffic, which seems to be like all the fucking time these days. Yeah. So I just drive the missus car whenever I can, just because it's auto. But I drive auto most of the time at work, so it's pretty cruisy. But it's yeah. pretty small. What is it? It's like a Mazda 2. Have you fucked her in it? Nah, it's too small. Like, I'm a big boy now. I'm fucking up near the dollar mark. I can't <laughs> be fucking rolling around there. I'll flip the car, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I got uh, my first work ute was a two-wheel drive Triton, yeah. I think. Two-wheel drive Triton had the, it was a gas fitting car, so it had the canopy on the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my idea was, because this is when I was living at home, me and Christy were real young, um, I was an apprentice and I was like, between all the greasy fucking dirty tools, I'll slide a mattress in between <laughs> and then take her out to the bush. Like, cause when I was living out of Bunya, I'll just pull off on a dirt road, like a fucking country music song and I'll fuck her on the mattress in between the in thing. Between the two so she came over that night and I showed her the mattress, told her my idea, my idea and she's like, are you a fucking yeah. psycho? I'm not getting in the I back am of not, that year. Yeah. When it smells like grease, that mattress <laughs> is now fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So. I used to have a, um, my first car was a, Mitsubishi Lancer, and he was <laughs> lowered, souped up with a big cannon on the back. But did you do that? And he was filthy. No, no, no. I Would bought it off. I bought it off this scummy dude I met at work. Is, his, did he? Was he like from Logan or? Nah, he's from up um, like Kalanga, sort of. Makes sense. Yeah, Dakarban area. Yeah, the south side of the north side. Yeah, the gross bit. <laughs> and um, it was <laughs> fucked. Like it pierced oil. Like I was putting liters of oil in it a week. It was fucked. Yeah. And I had that car so filthy and just getting in the back seat, ex-missus and I used to work it out a bit and man, fuck, two door Lancer, trying to work with that. That's why now looking at the two, yeah, I'm not even going to give it a shot, especially now I've got a few extra kilos carrying. I've got a spare tire on the front. Oh, you'll get rid of that, mate. A couple of footy games. I, and that was your, the Lancer was your first car? Yeah. Yeah. First car. Cost me um 2300 bucks, I think. Yeah. And yeah, rolled it for a a year and a half, it was pretty cool. My first car was a 79 Canary Yellow Corolla oh, yes, that sir. I picked up for 400 bucks, but mint condition. So, like That's that, was, right. so I was 17, so I mean 16. So, you're talking 2002, a mint condition 79 Corolla. You can't get them now yeah. for under fucking five to seven grand, yeah. you know, because people obviously they they use them for shitty drift cars yeah. and stuff like and they, that. And a lot of people like the retro feature of them too. Yeah. Like, a lot of sort of more lefty people. The oh, Sheila, yeah. The Sheila I know bought one 
and paid a paid a fair wedge for. It. I don't know exactly what she paid, but yeah, she loved it just because he was he was oldsy in it. Then it looked um it looked apart. So. Yeah, one time we had it and uh, it was yeah, like I said, even the interior was fucking spot yeah, on. Yeah. And uh, it was when that song, you know, it's Maroon Five. This love has yeah. taken its. <laughs> so I was, me and my mates were doing ecstasy over this house, and uh, and we're just freaking driving to that song. <laughs> like I was putting it on repeat. Maroon Five was the <laughs> shit, and uh, we we sandpapered uh, two line, and I I gave it drag strips. <laughs> so we gave it we gave so it you like sanded into the paint yeah oh no it. stripped it off yeah so well i think what i did is i first taped it then then left the tape on for a bit and then it started to peel the paint off and then yeah, i could right. peel two strips and then masking tape the sides and then spray painted <laughs> and while you're on ecstasy dancing to maroon five it's a fucking good idea and then just it's not so cool when you're driving into yeah. the school with the next next week <laughs> Uh, I really um, wish I had got my license when I was at school. I was too young. I graduated when I, by the time I graduated high school, I was still sixteen. So my birthday is right at the very end of the year, so I never got that. I sort of envied kids like you. It's pretty sweet rolling into school with your peas. We thought it really up our pussy game, but Did it, not? it just kept it. Nah, just big goose eggs still. They're like, <laughs> uh, I don't really want to be driving around in a Corolla with two fucking racing strips <laughs> down the side <laughs> and also interior that looks like your grandma fitted it out. Yeah. So. And not to mention they're usually filthy young people in yeah. his cars. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I can just drive to the bush and masturbate in it. So I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah, I don't need you. Yeah. Oh, you um, keen for the season ahead, Freedy? Freedy's getting closer and closer. I think it's um about 13 days or t- 11 days until we get some footy, so... What is it? Uh, what do we get first? Do we get there'll be some trials around, but it's the same time as the All Star Game up in Townsville. Ah, yeah. So yeah, All Star Game coming up next week, or the might be next week actually. So that'll be good. Watch the um, Indigenous versus Maori All Stars, and um, a heap of trials going on. Um, the Warriors have a trial the same day, and a heap of clubs are starting to run through some trials and got that big. Um, Fight day next weekend, the charity event. That's right. NRL fight day should be good. A couple of big names in there. Uh, main evented by no name bigger than Mr. Josh Papali. He's having a go against Ben Hannett, two um, two Queensland legends. Oh, really? Going at it. Yeah. So it should be a good day. Like obviously, everyone's just showing up for a bit of um, raise a bit of money for charity and all that sort of stuff. But it should be a um, should be a good event. They've put together a, a fairly a fairly decent card. So, so we got is that so we got Thiday versus Willie Mason. Yeah. Um you can see that, eh? Yeah. Uh Justin Hodges versus Sandor Earl. Yeah. There's gotta be some sort of height difference and shit in that one. Hodges and Earl. Yeah. No, I think Sandor might be slightly taller, not not by a large amount. Oh, well, I thought it was gonna be the other way around. No, I think Shandor's about six one, six two. Yeah. So I think Hodges about six footish. So oh, okay. I could be wrong. Man, I hope I hope Hodges is learning how to uh, just kind of fucking some technique yeah. and stuff. Just move your head. Yeah, <laughs> and stop throwing punches from his knees. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scotty Prince and Todd Carney. So Scotty has had some boxing background. Yeah, and some. He's, and I think he also used to use it for rehab as well. Yeah, I remember he got a sh- he got fucking balls deep into it coming back from one of his knee recons or something like that. 
Yeah, right. And yeah, because there was an article a few years ago where they said if Scotty Prince wanted to fight some like amateur fights, he would go very well. That might be a good fight. Then, yeah, so that could be good. And I'd say Carney would just be throwing for the hills, yeah, hoping one lands. Um, I just quickly looked it up too. Hodges and um, Earl are the exact same height, both one point really? nine meters. So, that's yeah, both tall blokes. So I'm what's thinking that? a peptide Earl. Two. Yeah, Shandor. Yeah, 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 yeah. From yeah. Him playing Melbourne. Yeah, he just retired this yeah. year. So shit, that's that's uh, yeah, he's deceptively tall. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a he's a winger. So like in the conversation of wingers, he's not overly large, but six um, two still still a big man. So fuck. And then you got Paulo and, and Costigan. That'll be a good one. Yeah, Costigan can throw him too. Yeah, but I don't know how old he is in his fitness. I know it's obviously just going to be a charity event. I think they're doing two minute rounds, or yeah. maybe threes. But I hope, yeah. Paul, I hope Paulo doesn't punch his hairline back further. But oh yeah, Paulo just better fucking stick and move. I reckon because you. Costa can get a handle on you, but in saying that, there's no one in the world I think you'd want to see across the ring from you than Jimmy Paulo. He's the biggest oh, man on the bro. planet. And do you think these fights are gonna? So how are they doing it with the rounds? Um, I couldn't tell. Are we you. getting like four rounds or something? I think we'll get three rounds of two minutes, but I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. There was um there's there were conversations about it early before the 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 card got announced what they were going to do, but judging by some of the names on there, I'm doubting very much that Neville Costigan's going to want to fight any more than like eight to 12 minutes. So I don't know if you're going to get any more than three minute rounds. Yeah. Any more than three of them. So do you reckon there's going to be a gentleman's agreement or you reckon they're going to go for broke? Well, it's all for charity. So I don't think there's going to be a winner in any of them. I think it's might just be a, um, it's just going to be a charity event, but I'm sure there'd probably be a bit of rivalry. Maybe, um, the Carney Prince one might have a bit more sting to it, being on opposite sides of the fence for a lot of their career, and they versed each other in Origin once, maybe mm. when Todd was really, really young. Yeah. So um, sure that might be um might hold a bit of a grudge, and Mason and Thido. Thido, you know, like, yeah. They, again, two blokes who were standing on opposite sides of the fence. So who knows? Just and also, tune in and have a look. I've seen like I've seen Thido hit fads too, and he's not. He's yeah, not, not yeah. all bad. So nah. oh well. Um, what was I going to say to you? Something else about the fight day. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, that same day, what do you reckon about the All Stars game? They named the teams. There's some um, some interesting um, interesting so selections. Some young blokes. I thought it was um, I thought it was a bit odd that Dane Gagai wasn't playing until I heard that um, he's sort of resigned his spot in both sides cause, just because of the fact he's eligible to play for both teams and he's already done that. Yep. So I, I would have thought we would have been seeing him playing. But other than that, they've named two fairly decent sides, the Indigenous side. So we got Indigenous with Lachelle Mitchell, Ferguson, Whiten, um, Raymond, uh, Adokar, Walker, Fogarty, Fafida, Cotter, Kerr, Fafida. Oh, yeah, David and Andrew. Uh, Graham, Peachy, Johnson, um, Tanoa Brown, Tanoa Brown, Cast, Smith, Fam, Manu, Fui Manu, Fui Mayono, Fui Mayono, just Fui, um, Karen and Kelly. Yeah, not a bad side. That's pretty fucking coached yeah. by Laurie Daly. So he'll, um, I saw I was watching a thing on a panel the other day. Um, the two coaches were, yeah, just took just running through their side and um and talking about. Um, who they're going to use and where they're going to use them, and there's some some good insight from both men, both David Kidwell and um, and 
and that Lowry Daly. and that Maori All Stars. So we got um, Klaxstad, uh, Zelzinniak. Watenis well, Zelzinniak. <laughs> <laughs> um, Manu Walker Smith, Luai Hughes, Bromwich Smith, Fisher Harris, Nikora, Nikora, Nikora Bromwich, uh, Tapini. Tarpane, <laughs> Marshall King, Proctor, Asafo Solomona, um, Ricky Herbert, Simo Simerson, and Benji Marshall coming in at 20. Yes, sir. That's another good side. And um, the Maoris won it last year. I think they'll be very eager to um, retain their chip. So I'd be, be putting my money on the Indigenous team this year. You would? I'd be... Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Just, just looking at the halves and and the depth, I think, the Maoris might sit in the driver's seat at the moment, but again, you'll never know until you get there. Just sort of a bit more of an exhibition game, fair few interchanges. I think they have. Uh, do they even have an interchange limit? I don't think they do. Really? And they have, um, yeah, they have um, six blokes on the bench, so it could be anyone's game. So. And that's up in Townsville, yeah. Yeah, played at the new stadium up there. Um, before the eyes of many, they hope. I'm going to try and fill out the stadium up there. And it's, I think pretty sure a lot of the, the money making goes towards charities and stuff like that. So it's, um, it'd be a good day, good day for rugby league, good way to kick off our preseason. So just um, getting some footy back on the TV and back on people's eyes would be good. Um, yeah, can't wait. What do, you, uh, what do you think of old Wally Lewis news? Yeah, I haven't heard too much about it. <laughs> do you want to go into it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard, I haven't heard too much about it. So if you want to have a yarn, you might have to um get it up so I can have a have a quick squeeze. Yeah, well, it's one of those nah, things. I don't you know. hear plenty of speculation. He's fucking, so. Yeah, he's a fucking king. I don't I don't really want to get into it. But yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> there was uh there was a new uh new younger hotter side piece that he'd yeah. been dabbling in. Yeah, <laughs> new toy came out. You know. Yeah, but um, yeah. If Jackie's single, man, she's still... She's still got it. Oh, bro. Yeah. And, oh, and, and you can tell she was... When she was younger, she was... Oh, yeah. She, she got was the king, the, She bro. was the belle of the ball. Yeah, she got the king. So. <laughs> <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember the uh, um, footy show episode where um, they go... They asked Jackie how he goes in bed and she goes, oh, well, they don't call him the king for nothing. <laughs> 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 so supposedly he had a bit of a dick game on him. Oh, well... Yeah. Anyway, how about um now Broncos? Yeah, a young star Payne Haas has just um received his punishment from the NRL. So player Payne Haas fined fifty thousand and suspended for uh, abusing New South Wales police officers. I like I like how this how he goes. I take full responsibility. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker. Who yeah. else is going? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't have a choice. It's either you do or you're out. Yeah. Hey, a lot of people are blowing up. Three game suspension might not have been enough. I'm massive Payne Haas fan. Being a Bronx supporter, I'm obviously a massive Broncos fan, but I tend to agree. Probably three games, he, I think he got off lightly. Fifty grand's a lot of cash, but at the end of the day, I think the game suspension is going to hurt him more than the when the fifty grand probably would have. So, I think he probably deserved four to six weeks, maybe. But I don't yeah. know. It's what the NRL. It's what, always in context as, to, as well, like. The, did a video come out? Um, there was audio heard in court or something. I don't think it's been released. Yeah. Just from um, 
um, chest cam footage or audio footage coming from police officers. And you know, it can it can sometimes it can go both ways. You know, it can go by I know a lot of like ninety percent of cops are good cops, but yeah. it can go by cops trying to make an example of a, a dickhead yeah, exactly. rugby league player because they're the, they're the fucking the the poindexters at school that became yeah. cops. You know, yeah. and they want to make example of the guys that yeah. the jocks. But there's also like and uh, or he just could have been pissed ticked off at one stage yeah there's a there's a transcript of what he said and he definitely was out of line so yeah there's there's a good reason he got caught those fines and and um and the suspensions but i don't know it's going to hurt the broncos massively especially your first three games your best player for the last two seasons is has gone and done himself a mischief and um and led led the side sort of to a negative start to a season they really needed to be very positive in. Yeah. So there's just going to be more weight on the shoulders of blokes like Pat Carrigan, Matt Lodge coming back from injury. He's really got a job to do, and if he can't do it, we're going to be um, going to be struggling big time. Payne, Payne seems like I, he's one of those guys where I kind of believe him that he's like, I've learnt my mistake, I'll do better, all that. Yeah. He's um he's he came out and said he's he doesn't bode well and Kevy Kevy backed him up with it with alcohol in his system. He said, I just gotta give it up. I shouldn't be drinking it anyway. And as a professional athlete, you gotta have some sort of um self control. So if he's got enough self control to to work his way into the NRL, I'm sure he can keep himself off the piss and out of trouble for a bit. So Yeah, and Kevy coming into the Broncos said they had a massive behavioural issue. Yeah, like so they say, it wasn't it wasn't where it needed to be, and they were it, it was really real. It was really relaxed. Yeah, well, it sort of stems from having a, the youngest team in the NRL as well. A heap of young kids cashed up to their eyeballs and mm. NRL contracts, and coming into a bit more of a laxed environment than what would normally be expected at the yeah. Broncos. So, something like Kevy coming back from winning his day with Wayne as the coach and the side they had, there, there's no fucking. There's no stepping outside your lines. You, yeah. you do what you're told or you're not playing, you know, so. That's it. How, how old's past this year? He's tw- 21. 21. Yeah. So, and his contract's worth? He's with us for six years, so he's got four left and it's, it's a couple of hundred. It's, I think it's 400 a season or a bit more than that. Oh, it'd be more than that, No, it? we got him very... Well, we signed, or did they we, put, we they put him a few a mil time. over as many they, seasons? Yeah, they might, it might be, um, it might be a backloaded one but they we picked him up after his first season where he played 11 games so and someone genius gave him six-year contract which yeah. is one of the better signings in broncos history him and lazarus are are up there yeah and yeah give it 21 year old world at his fucking yeah you know what what's the world with his feet world at his feet world is oyster world is oyster you give me that kind of money when I'm 21, yeah. and I'm ending up on the wrong end of a needle. Yeah, you know? well, a lot of that's happened a lot of times going through the going through the history of the NRL. Blokes just fucking can't handle. It. Tell you what, I definitely wouldn't be handle it. I've got ten bucks in my account, and I'm spent yeah. most weekend. So I can see where they fall off a cliff, you know. But um, nah, he's yeah, you're, hope- you're devil's the poke, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How much you lose on the weekend? Nah, I didn't actually get down on the weekend, which is, oh, yeah. I, I, Friday night I lost a little bit, fifty mm. bucks. But that was well, it. I saw your car parked at a Walshie's Saturday morning. Yeah, no, nah, I was there. I went over there early and had a bit of a workout, and um, cut a tree down for his missus. And yeah, um, 
yeah, I sort of stayed off the piss this weekend. We went fishing real early Sunday morning, so... Yeah, because last week it was like you were still blind. It was night time, bro. Oh, I was as fuck. So, yeah, I've sort of been off the piss a bit just once, like once or twice in the last month and a half. I've, I've got on it and got really on it. And, like, last week was the example. I was here and I was fucking hanging out my ass. Mm. And it's just spent... All we did was go to baseball and have a few beers. And then after a while, just fucking spent, so... This week I was I was a good boy and hopefully a couple more weeks and start to fucking get back on track, lose some weight and get ready for footy. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Trying to lose the fucking tie around the way. Yeah. I um I got I, I jacked off into a cup again and got my another test. How are your numbers, mate? So first numbers is remember I was less than a million. So obviously what happens i think i don't know if i've explained it properly on here before and people probably don't care but <laughs> if i was struggling as well i'd find it quite of interesting um is when you do when you do steroids in certain stages of your life not saying that i'm always on it like you motherfuckers think i am but i have done you know i have done <laughs> testosterone replacement therapy before <laughs> It sounds better when you say it that way. Yeah. But yeah, so when you do steroids, your ball your ball shut down. And then so my balls were like, see you later, because I'm fucking 70 yeah. years old now. Yeah. I'm finished. You yeah. don't need yeah. me anymore. And then so well, I'm below a million, which is like, he, that's where he was like, you've got, if you had a, if you had a fucking kid, it's the second coming of Christ because yeah, there's no way, yeah, there's yeah. no way that less than a million with mobility of like, I think I had mobility of like 30%. So the, the, that, that's so Homer Simpson women, yeah. banging into the tubes as yeah. it tries to find that fucking egg. Um, my second, and if it did get there, yeah. you probably don't want it because it's going to be a fucking spam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be. Uh, no, but you can check that kind of shit now. But um, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> that's not going to change it. If it's spastic, it's still spastic. No, but you can check it and terminate it. <laughs> That's what you get. Like you check, you check it and terminate it early. Oh, but are you having an abortion debate? Because I've been hearing a lot of stuff on the radio. Listen to a lot of talkback radio. Yeah. Oh, the abortion debate rages on. Oh, some people. Oh, I'm so I'm, I'm so like pro choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at at a certain at a at certain, a certain, at a certain week. cut off. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you can't be like eight months pregnant. And be like, no, nah, I don't yeah. want this fully developed baby. <laughs> yeah. Just take it out and whack it on the freaking. Yeah, let's sit it on a bench and let it die. <laughs> just <laughs> so many people get so fucking triggered, and every single one of their arguments is religious. Yeah. And they think because they're religious and their beliefs are this and their beliefs are that, that you can't terminate at. 10 weeks when you're 16 years old and you've been raped. <laughs> I know, that's it. It's ridiculous. And you know, and they got to go through it. It really sucks the life out of them. Oh, yeah. Fucking oath. And, uh, yeah, you know, it kills <laughs> it kills their whole day. Yeah, well, they, well, they have to listen to this rubbish <laughs> argument, you know? Like, but, yeah. You can't be doing that. Like, yeah. Oh, so what? You got raped. Ooh, no. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so but the second check, I went and uh, it got from 1 million, went to 15 to 20 million a shot. You know, you know, shooters got to shoot, and I so I'd shoot fifteen to twenty. You still but, shooting air balls, but uh, yeah, at the moment. But the um, <laughs> but my last check, so um, and my wife went into the specialist. And my last check came through, and you know, I had a load weighted up for this freaking sample, and I, you know, I feel they gave me a couple. I was like, you're gonna have to give me a fucking yeah. schooner. Yeah, you got and, a jug. Yeah, and but the thing is, you can't. You can't jack off when you're doing a sample. You can't jack off with lube, 
and I always use lube because it can just fuck yeah, up yeah, the specimen. Yeah. So I'm I'm dry rubbing it like a fucking <laughs> I'm basting a turkey, but I'm fucking dry rubbing it, and it takes me a while because I'm circumcised and I don't know how you do it when you're circumcised and dry rub it. I might you know because I drag it on concrete, I don't feel anything. But uh, and I shoot. And then the tests come back and I'm at over 40 million a shot now and my mobility is up to 60 to 70%. Fuck. So, you know, like... It's on. Yeah. It's I, on. I, I swear, like, if I masturbate now, there's babies just start walking from my sperm, Fuck. man. You could sit down here, jack it, yeah. and she'd get pregnant upstairs. Yeah. So that... Oh, exactly. it just swim but, its way up. But there. that's all well and good. I still got to make... Sh- I still got to try to get that, that into that <laughs> shit. But yeah, anyway, just call me 40 mil from now on. <laughs> Wait, 40 mil, we should have a play for our is team. Is that talking about how big your penis is, 40 mil, or is it... No, nah, 40 mil from the ground, can't. <laughs> it's because you're so short, <laughs> eh? <laughs> you start uh, down here, right? Right, a boy was talking about his dick again at training the other oh, night. I don't want to hear about it. I just mm. came from the cricket nets of Voy de Sabo, and he's fucking bouncing me all day. Oh, yeah. And killing me. He can bowl. Bowl some speed. We're getting more into cricket than actually rugby league. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've been sort of thinking about playing cricket next summer. It's so good. And the boys love it. Nothing better to bring a, bring a footy team together than a bat and a ball. Yeah, bro, it's brought, it's brought us together better than any other yeah, season. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So. We get a turnout fucking larger than at the like mid-late yeah, season. Yeah, I know. And everyone's there half an hour to 40 minutes early just to swing a bat and see a ball get fucking bounced. Man, so yeah, we're talking about, we were just, actually me and Dano, when he got here, we watched the 15-minute breakdown of the Super Bowl with, uh, with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Brady, oh, and the cool thing you're telling me, Dane, about the if you broke up three of his his career in into three. threes, yeah. So I saw a thing. Um, I'm not exactly sure who put it out. I think it was a, one of the NBA pages I follow on on Instagram. But someone broke down Brady's career into into three. So 2000, 2006, six to thirteen, and thirteen to present. And it broke it down in those six year periods and pretty much went through the numbers and said like his first six years he won three MVPs three Super Bowls two Super Bowl MVPs he was in a couple of Pro Bowls and he's like that's more than fucking most other quarterbacks do in their whole career and then he broke it down again for the next and the next and said yeah dead set like Hall of Famer three times over in one career so just goat territory like untouchable almost Especially like everyone's talking about Mahomes as the talent and probably the, the next in line and well, yeah, probably the closest thing. But he's it's just the, put. It's the best. At it's the best quarterback of all time versus the who's going to be the best quarterback of all yeah, time. You yeah. know, like, but and it, and again, it goes against that. It will go against that argument. Like Brady's going to be the best of all time, and then when Mahomes reached that level, I don't think you can compare him. You know, because yeah. Mahomes is coming into a into a much, into different, a, yeah, game, much yeah. different game where, but it's but also even if like he's going to be the the LeBron versus Jordan theory here because even doesn't matter how good Mahomes gets, he's going to have to win eight Super Bowls to be hmm. to be better than to be ranked better to be spoken about better than Brady. Even if he gets to seven like Brady does, he still lost one head yeah. to head to Brady. So. And Bra- Even, you can't take anything away from him because he's fantastic. And some of the passes he threw today that just didn't go to hand that would have changed the game is ridiculous. But um, at the end of the day, the Bucks got away with it and Brady's a champion again. Yeah. And it shows, it, you know, 
it shows he's like, oh, you think it's me and Belichick? Nah, it's yeah. just me. You know, yeah. I can well, do I can do this shit on myself. All, all on these my own. couch quarterbacks saying he's a system quarterback for his whole career. Yeah. People telling him to retire in 2016 and and saying he's got nothing left and he comes out and does that and leaves Belichick, leaves the Patriots and does it with a second franchise. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He wasn't Brady, I'm pretty sure, and people that know NFL will probably blow us up if I get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't a first-round like draft pick. He and was second he, round, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and he fifty ninth, I think he went. Yeah, and and he was also he wrote he rode pine for a while and wait and waited for his turn. Yeah, well, it's hard when you have, um, when you are, um, like your numbers in your combine were close to the worst they've seen in yeah. your position. His forty and, yard dash was ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and his agility was non-existent. Mm. He couldn't move sideways, couldn't jump. Couldn't fucking do anything. Yeah, and his yeah his tits have got so much estrogen build up in him. Like, yeah, he looks dead set like a um, I don't know, just like a middle aged dad who um he respects his body mildly. Yeah, mildly at best. <laughs> yeah, it looks like your uncle at a barbecue. Tom Brady was selected with pick number one hundred and ninety nine in the so in the second second last of the sixth round. Oh, so it's shit. the second last pick of the whole draft. Yeah, out of what out of what uni? Out of what college? Um or Don't say? No. We should know this. <laughs> Definitely should know it. Righty, where you at, bro? Yeah, where are you, right? Where are you You're at? Really killing us. But it's so good for the Bucks to get that up. Yeah, out oh. of I've, I've been to I've been to Denver Stadium a few times. I've been to North Carolina and I've been to the Bucks. Yeah, he and played for uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. How, there's a lot of concerns coming out of the US about something like a Super Bowl just being the perfect storm for a, a like a super spreader event of COVID nineteen. Especially once they they had limited numbers in the stadium, but it's not just about the people that were in Tampa at the game more about the people across the whole whole continent yeah not even just america and canada and everywhere just gathering together everywhere everyone wants to watch the game runs full like but it's historically it's a week long it's a week i wonder how the fuck did they manage tailgating like how do they manage the tailgating and stuff like that they said in in california at the moment the the rule is because california is so fucked up with um that newsome or whatever making all the rules but they they can have outdoor seating now, but you're not allowed to have televisions in outdoor seating. So you can have outdoor seating restaurants, but there's no TVs allowed because they feel that that will like create congregation. Yeah. yeah, so no TVs, but the outdoor seating. Well, I don't know what they're doing, but with 27 million cases, something like the Super Bowl can definitely not help. Yeah. 27 million cases, that is the population of Australia in corona cases in their country and they've had just under five hundred thousand deaths so far with 27 million cases that's a long road back and especially if you're going to be having events where it's more than likely that just about everyone in the country is coming into contact with a lot of other people yeah and, Bra- be... and brady's in that old demographic now he's yeah. like, he's on the risk oh, list. yeah he's like he'd he be... was first on the rollout of the vaccination <laughs> yeah it's not from his footy ability it's because of his age him and the other people in the nursing home really need it <laughs> stat 
Speaking of vaccines, do you reckon Roddy's got his jab yet? <laughs> I would have thought he'd be top of the list. He was, yeah. I just haven't heard from him in a while. We, we're concerned about you, right? I'm concerned about you. Yeah, especially because, because you know, they, they give it to people on the front line, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Roddy does a lot of um, going to parties, impersonating Joe Scully. So he's around a lot of people. <laughs> And so he just, he needs that. He He's needs one of those yeah. like feel good comics, you know, like he yeah. goes around and makes people laugh and people who are, who are a bit down on themselves, maybe people in like a Starlight Foundation style thing, they can request a, um, a sit-in and Roddy will just go and spit rugby league facts to him for a couple of hours. Mm. That's what he does here with us every every Sunday, usually. Oh, that's it. And I also don't mean my laptop when he's here because he's the fucking encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's all over it. It's and you say you jack off over stats too. Yeah, I love it. Oh, stats and a thing. Um, it's probably why I'm such a geek over super coach and and stuff like that. But yeah, stats is yeah, it's good. I got a um a book for Christmas. It's a Queensland Origin book, forty years of Origin, and it's got just about every stat from every game. And I could just sit there and read it for hours. It is the the best thing. It's so good. I love comparing players by the stats. Yeah. Because, like, the eye test is really great. Like, it pretty much tells you everything you need to know just by eyeballing someone. But the stats can get, give you another look deeper into what people are doing. Like, Cooper Cronk was great on the eye test, but his stats, ridiculous. Same as blokes. Like, um, there's blokes that are out there that have ridiculous stats but don't look good on the eyes. So yeah. it just gives you another way oh, to yeah, look at the 100%. game. So, I just just delve a bit deeper and I man you go on you love stats look into the way that uh major league baseball do their stats it's unbelievable there'll be like a left hand a a left hand batter will get up and they'll be like uh so the uh his percentages against right hand pitches when it's overcast and the wind is blowing slightly from left to right (laughs) is usually pretty good you know (laughs) we notice he's wearing one glove instead of two when he usually wears the one glove while batting you know that kind of thing between a 13.1 and 13.2 win rating he He prefers to bat against uh black uh pitches and not hispanic so see the ball better you know (laughs) that's like a sight screen I thought you meant black uniforms. Oh, no, I was talking skin color. Yeah, I definitely wasn't. Oi, your boy Paulie Green, coaching. What do you think? I don't know about that. Newly appointed um, Queensland origin coach Paul Green. Massive shoes to fill. Got the likes of Wayne Bennett to step into. I'm not exactly sure if... um, if he'll be bringing Mal Meninga back in. Mal Meninga's obviously got his role as the Australian coach. So hopefully... Um, Neil Henry will stay around to help him out. Oh, fucking hopefully. But um, uh, Bennett's was a one and done. Yeah, he always said that. Yeah, well, he was there, and I think he 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 might have had intentions of staying. But after winning it, he's just his stocks just rose so much. I think he was starting to think he was on the way out as a as a head coach. But one season in, takes the worst team, worst Queensland team in 40 years and, and leads him to the promised land. He's, his stocks as a as a coach, an origin coach, an NRL coach, an uh, uh, international coach yeah. have just risen again. So, And he's got a stacked, loaded um, bunny side this year. So, um, There's, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard stories. I've got, um, I know a couple of coaches that have coached with uh, Green and they tell me he's a complete pole smoker and they fucking hated his system and working in it and then i've heard the other side as well i've heard players talk so highly about him so yeah the only 
uh, I've heard uh, a bit of both sides as well, but just Jonathan Thurston coming out and endorsing him yeah. maybe gives me enough of enough excitement to to well, be it does optimistic. one of the best players in the world yeah. ever to do it yeah. to say that he's a great coach yeah. uh, and winning a premiership under him gives you a bit of optimism but i just still coming from wayne mal and henry to green and who else who whoever knows he's know. what his team's going to be yeah so like hopefully he surrounds himself with the right people i'm sure the players will get in there and and, and rip in anyway but i just uh, like i don't know I feel they could have um, maybe appointed someone better, but I, that's not me. I'm not going to give yeah. an, give an option for who could have. But and you know, Green, these are just off the top of my head. Like he's he he was a great player. He played well above his size. I mm. think he had 162 first grade games. Yeah. Um, he's going on to what is it? 12 uh, appearances for Queensland. Yeah, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. What's it say here? It says, no, seven times playing for Queensland. Yeah, right. Yeah, every other halfback in um, Queensland must have been injured for those 12 times. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got more starts than a lot of New South Wales halves ever did. So, yeah, uh, good on him. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, they've and still got a good core leadership I don't think he too. also, it says here, he doesn't message his um, aside piece on his wedding night, which is pretty good. That's pretty good. Better yeah. than a lot of the New South Wales origin stars. So, uh, we got a good core group of leaders anyway. So, Cherry Evans, um, Papali, blokes like Munster, they're coming. They, they're just going to be what we need to, to bring this young side together again Yeah, and go from, I don't think it's going to be much better for the side coming into camp than the, the memory of winning last year. Yeah. As soon as they get in, see each other, memories start flowing, they start yarning, and, and it's all good again. So, Fuck, how good would it be if the cheese was a Queenslander? Oh, <laughs> I would just jack it right now. I, like, through my shorts, just jack it. <laughs> um, did I, have I told you the tor- story about Pete Ryan, what he told me about Paul Green in, at <laughs> no. Broncos? No. So remember Peter Ryan yeah, played yeah. for the Bronx? Yeah, yeah. he's a uh, second-roll prop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've I've met him a few times. His son used to play down at West Mitchie yeah. Ledge, and he's he tell me this story. And uh, it was when Green was uh, backs coach at the Broncos, and Peter Ryan was the he was he was the forwards coach plus also defensive yeah. uh, coach. I think with would have been with um, ah fucking oh uh, Gilmasa probably yeah, yeah, uh, around yeah. that yeah, t- yeah. that sort of time. I'm pretty sure. But um, I can't believe I forgot Gilmore's his name. <laughs> Sorry, Gilly, he's coming on the show soon. But um, and uh, but he, they, uh, Peter Ryan's like, where the fuck's all the Fords and stuff? And they're yeah. like, oh, they're having a meeting with Greeny. And this is, you know, this I'm I'm paraphrasing this. Yeah, so I yeah, don't know yeah. exactly. They're having <laughs> they're having a meeting with Greeny, and he's like, what the fuck do you yeah. mean? Why? Like, yeah. And he goes into the room and he sees Greeny out the front. And he's talking about uh, de- defensive stuff with him, <laughs> defensive stuff with the forwards and the middle work. Yeah. And um, Pete, Pete go, Pete's like, Oi, uh, Greeny, what the fuck are you doing? I think I've seen you make two tackles yeah. in your whole fucking career. And that was just because other players fucking tripped over you. <laughs> Get the fuck out yeah. of the room. You're a halfback, bro. Yeah. You're a half. Get yeah. out of here. Oh, that, one's taking, that one's taking defensive advice from a washed up old halfback. Oh, yeah. Ever. How about um, young Paul Momorowski from the Tigers got himself into another another swap deal? So, um, 
a bit of news for um for the young boys. It'd be good for both sides in this swap deal. So there's a second year in a row, as everyone knows, last year he swapped with Harry Grant. Yep. And Grant went over to the Tigers and established himself as a first as a guaranteed first grader and um and then also pretty much established himself star. as the second best hooker in the world now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after after one season. So that it's proof the swap swap um system works. Uh, it's a the trade deal sort of system works, plays going in between and out. It's re- it's just so good for um keeping career like get, getting careers started and keeping them going like because yeah. we've seen it so much where uh, players are playing out of position because they must they might have that Cameron Smith yeah, in their exactly. team but it's and it's sweet but and it it gives the competition a bit more of a a bit more of a leg in ways of um evening sides out too instead of having a clear cut top and a clear cut bottom there can be like sides that are deep like Melbourne were lending players like Grant to get some experience to a to a lower side like the Tigers in exchange for Obviously, someone who can help them out as well. But with Momorowski going back to the Tigers, he's obviously unhappy. He got himself another another move to the Panthers, so straight back to the top for him. So he he's um he's he's done well for himself, and he should be a pretty valuable outside back for them. And um, it gives a chance for young Dane Laurie to come across and and buy his trade, hopefully as a, as a fullback. Um, it can, can only be good for both those young fellas, and and hopefully for both clubs, they'll they'll benefit from it. And who knows where we go from here? And is uh, Smith definitely Titans? Yeah, they don't know. The NRL have given the Titans permission because someone like Cameron Smith, if they, he tried to sign a contract for four hundred grand, the NRL would um, more than likely veto it, just because the team's fucking loading up and. They've given the Titans permission to sign him with their remaining salary being six hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. Um And so, Smith Smith's already moved his family to the Goldie, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think anyone really knows, but that's that's all the all the talk, all the speculation. Um if he does go to the Titans, but watch out because um the Gold Coast are are building nicely there and a year with the best player of all time arguably will only benefit everyone in the organisation, even staff, even coaches. Just being around Cameron Smith can only help. Um, and also on the field, what he brings. Like he's a, um, he's just a talent. What he does goes unnoticed sometimes at, at Melbourne. Like people just talk about how good they are. He's, they reckon Smith's old and it's just Munster and Pappenhausen and Hughes and blokes like that that are now carrying all that dead weight. But last year, Melbourne were second in dummy half runs. Yeah. And if you dummy halves, Cameron Smith, you can see why. So he's still he's still getting out, still challenging defences. They, they led a lot of major statistical categories in offence and defence. No wonder they were up, up near the top of the ladder coming second. So if Smith goes to the Titans and just tightens up what – like all their middle area, works with the big boys in defense, starts running the ball out of hooker and giving them options, bringing all their new young forwards, Fodawaka, Fasula Malawi, Sese, Dave Fafida, blokes like this, but bringing them onto the ball properly. And then you got good young halves, Fogarty's coming into his own, Ash Taylor's finding form. 
yeah. and Brimson at the back, some handy outside backs. They, they could they could shake it up a bit. So well, Taylor's got to find something, doesn't he? Yeah, he's because, he's found he sort of struck a bit of form at the end of last yeah. year. So if he if he kicks on, and now that Fogarty's sort of established himself as a first grader and a pretty handy one, if Taylor can can keep himself um, fit, um, keep himself on the field, I don't see why he couldn't get. Like fulfill some of his potential, obviously not all of it, because he was fucking blown out of the water as a sixteen-year-old kid. But yeah, um, yeah, he he should fulfill some of his potential. He's had glimpses of it again, even just in the last year. So yeah, but also with, with Smith, man, it's like younger hookers should look at him and see how and see how he, later on his career, if he doesn't get to hooker. He push he he puts himself it. into that first receiver and yeah. plays like a first class receiver. Yeah. It's 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 part of the game that a lot of hookers don't have at the moment, but I think is going to develop. Another yeah. one because I'm a massive dick rider of him is Benny Hunt. Yeah. When Benny Hunt's playing hooker and he doesn't get in there or someone else jumps in there, yeah. he slots straight back into that half and organizes for that one play. That's handy to have someone like Hunt there because he can he's played half he's played seven for Queensland yeah. he's played for the Bron- for a grand final side in the Broncos um, the problem being there is a, a lot of a lot of the time hookers for a long time weren't genuine hookers they were they were um, blokes who were just filling a spot and sort of found their found their found their groove there so now that we've got genuine hookers coming back through the system young blokes like like Harry Grant um, Damien Cook came through was a genuine hooker Jacob Little, who's a young up-and-coming kid of the Tigers, who's getting his shot now that Grant's gone. Um, Reed Mahoney, genuine hooker. So these blokes are coming through, and they they're not sort of makeshift players. They they're gonna have to have to learn that skill of standing off the ruck. Yeah. But um, they, these blokes are professionals, and their passing ability and their vision and the amount they coach these days, I'm sure it won't won't take long for a couple of the the top of class ones to bring that into their game yeah um oh, i fucking had something on my mind when you were talking it was to do with oh it was so and jumping back into broncos talk yeah where where do you see oats this year yeah There's one of, it, it comes through from a question through instagram but it, it just reminded me of that where do you see him fitting in because like some predictive teams i saw him coming off the bench and i think that's fuck Again, yeah. I'm a Corio's dick rider. Yeah. And I just I think, you know, if he's not if he's not coming off the bench into a middle area, he's still gotta be on the wing. Yeah. That, well, that's what I think. He's either a winger or he's not playing. I think we've got too many decent forwards and if you're gonna be bringing him off the bench to play in the back row, do we really need is that what we really need? You know, like Yeah. Um so you're either going to have him on a wing, but it's hard. Like I think Xavier Coates is locked up one wing. Surely Corey Oates is pretty much front runner for the other one. It's just depending again on himself. He's he's sort of made it very clear that he wants to yeah get in. So if he wants to get in and wants to try it in the middle, he might have to might have to live with um, being in and out of the side, you know and trying to work and get himself in there but it just doesn't make any sense for me personally like being one of the one of the premier wingers on his day is um been there done that in the way of playing on that edge i I think he just needs to um to realize he can lock down that spot 
get yeah. himself back into form, get back into an origin arena. and it, It's kind of like that where you look at you you got to you know you either be master of that one but it's yeah. it's because his mind his mind space might be oh am i a winger or am i a fucking second rower it's kind of like we we're talking before when we saw our boy um uh, uh frankie edgar get knocked knocked the yeah. fuck out on the weekend yeah. and he you think he's full still in the game we're yeah. talking ufc now but then we got the sandman who comes in and obliterates yeah. him with a flying knee just absolutely change yeah. him yeah. And, and it's like yeah in p- p- positionally like in the ufc like if you're thinking that your time's coming then you, yeah. you should yeah, get out time is coming, where yeah. if like if Corey oates is thinking that I'm, I don't want to be a winger anymore. As if his, as if his full concentration is going to be yeah. to build in his ability as a winger, like to keep continuing that. Yeah, which you have to because even the best, best wingers, even the best players in whatever position are mm. constantly, constantly plying their trade and, and learning new things and working. So, if he's not a hundred percent into what whatever position he he decides to play, yeah, then yeah. It, it, it can't be any good for him. Because, um, uh, you know, like, look at, uh, it's going back, but look at Lockyer, right? Lockyer goes, all right, I'm now going to yeah. be fullback and I'm going to put all my energy into that yeah. shit. I'm going to learn how to tackle again. Gonna I'm going to do, yeah, do yeah. it properly. They gave him a couple years and he just, and as Killed he formed it. into one of the best. Yeah. So And then, yeah, you just swap straight back 5-8 and then locked it down. And yeah. You, you can't really blame... Oates for wanting to try himself like a lot of players do it like we've seen most notable recently Latrell Mitchell one of the best centers in the league on his day and he's uh he's just put his hand up to play another position he, he wants the challenge he wants the he wants the fame and glory that comes with playing fullback and he's copped a lot of criticism for it and the same like um Corey Oates he's got to be willing to ride or die by his sword so um yeah he's just for a lot of these blokes, it's it's not so much about um, about wanting more. It's about the challenge. It's about sometimes it's about money. You're gonna get paid a lot more if you're a decent back rower than you are if you're a winger or a decent fullback. So I don't know. Blokes sort of chop and change, and a lot of cha- a lot of it is challenge. Blokes like Adam Dewey, um, he's come back to the Tigers where he played all his juniors, and he's been used in the centers and fullback at 58 so he's a bloke who's keen to lock down the the 58 spot there again and put all his focus on it if he if he can good on him it's all about the challenge but you need to be um you need to be completely focused or else you're just going to get um chewed up and spat out yep um Dana you got a fucking 3 a.m. wake up call yeah I'm um we might uh, wrap this up. We got uh, a couple of questions that came through. All it was just right, man. When are you coming back? Obviously, people are missing yeah. it, missing the right. We are missing your right, missing those curls. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got um, coming up next week. We we threw out the Dan Sullivan signal. But he'll be on next week. I just got to give him more than half an hour notice. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll have Sully. And then uh, we got a couple of Queensland Cuppers lined up. And uh, so, yeah, you don't have to just listen to me and Dano. Well, yeah, well Dano talk it. NRL and me pretend like I know NRL, but uh, <laughs> and just talk about specimen. Um, specimen. <laughs> sperm specimens. Uh, let's get keen for the footy season anyway. It's good to be here again, Freeds. And um, yeah. keen to get back next week. And hopefully, Sully's here and we can 
um, we can try his knowledge in some of the local stuff. We'll be able to get um, some footy on the on the TV very shortly, so it'll be good. We'll get some um, some uh, real footy chat coming back in, not just um, this preseason preseason stuff, but. And also, it. also, have you been watching the Queen's Gambit, bro, on Netflix? The what? Queen's Gambit? No. Oh, bro. What is it? It's about a uh, chick that plays chess in America in like the <laughs> 1960s. It's <laughs> fucking sick. I've been and watching it. As she really grows watching. old, she turns into a smoke show. Oh, really? You don't see her tits ever, but... Oh, well, yeah, but, why am I watching it? No, nah, it's good. Yeah, good? It's, it's really good. I've been re-watching Twilight with the missus, you know? That's how I get down. That's how I roll. Twilight. Twilight's a fucking go. You ever watch Twilight? Nah. Bro, Twilight's a go. Um, I know people are going to fucking jump yeah. on and get into me for I it, have but sex. I don't watch Twilight. <laughs> I have sex while watching Twilight. <laughs> You're like Jacob, Jacob, yeah, Jacob, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Team Jacob, bro. Fuck yeah. that cold bitch. Who's Edward. the other guy? Guns name? Edward. Yeah, she's like Edward. And she's cool. Yeah. She's like, Edward. You're like, no, nah, my name's Damo. She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we just do role play shit. Like, she pretends to be dead. And I just yeah. like. Sucker blood and shit, you know. She and then you get Cal in there, and he's Jacob, so yeah, she's taking. He's got those soft lips, but so he'd be he'd be Edward. Jacob. I'm <laughs> why did, I'm why do they call him soft lips, bro? Because <laughs> he's got the soft lips, bro. Uh, with like he goes down. And he's well. very softly spoken as well. Which is the rumor he goes down well? Or well, right, he started calling him soft lips, so I can only speculate. Yeah, but through all um, accounts, I could imagine he'd be handy on the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Just through <laughs> on the skin part. <laughs> oh fuck! Oi, take this bitch out, man. Uh, thanks to everyone. Really appreciate you listening to our um, pretty much just me and Freddie having a normal conversation how we normally would, and we just record it. Yeah. Um, just appreciate you for sticking around, listening. We'll um, just keeping this boat afloat until right man comes yeah, back. Until we get some proper rugby league to talk about. We'll make sure we get Big Sal on next week to um to spit some more knowledge. He was um a cracker last time. Yeah. Um. Thanks to everyone. Uh, stay safe. Don't worry about the super spreader event from um Super Bowl. We're far and away safe here. Just go out, support your local businesses, support each other. Footy's coming back. Get around your side. Get around your local side. Come down and watch the Mitchy boys when we start trolling in a few weeks. We'll have dates for that soon. You can and sponsor us, get a Mitchy experience where you get in the showers with the boys afterwards. Yeah, and then you will never sponsor us again, but it's good for that one game. But, um, yeah, make sure you you get down and, and uh, sing out to us and say g'day. Um, stick by your team. Don't be chopping and changing. That's mercenary shit. Um, don't be mercenary. We really appreciate you and don't be a mercenary. And reach out if you want to come on the pod. Yeah, anyone wants to come on, just just reach out. Um, let us know when you can do it. We usually do Sundays or Mondays, so if you want to come on, just just give us a hoy and we'll we'll sneak you in. Yeah, we're yeah. we're starting to crack about a thousand, like over a thousand streams a week now. So it's a good it's a good uh good avenue to get your name out there for yeah. in the in the Fernie Hills, uh, Arana Hills district area. Yeah, especially if you're single, we could get, get hooked you up. You know? Yeah, we should do that, man. We do like a matchmaker thing. Oh, bro, that'd be sick. Be we, we do a matchmaker, so we get two, like, a blind date here while we record. Oh, so we tee up two guests, don't tell them who each other are. Yeah, no, yeah. but they're both single, right? Yeah. And we get them here and they chat, and we and they have to chat to each other and make small talk, and then we... <laughs> oh, this is good. Fuck, that'd be good. This Who's really single that good. we know? Keenan's, oh no, no, he's got a missus and a kid now. 
Um, uh, Jezza. Yeah, Jezza's very similar. Yeah. Hey, and yeah, I, yeah, this could but work. On the way in, Jezza might bump the fridge and then yeah. fucking have to get an ACL replacement. And he also might fall over. Like, he'll trip yeah. over that core because he's looking at himself in that mirror. And thing. go into a tattoo shop and be like, oh, that's the shittest thing I've seen on the wall that you can do. Can you do that on my knee and shin? <laughs> I'm into I'm in I'm into Buddhas supposedly. <laughs> He's Asian, bro. I can grow up. Is he really? No, but no. you'd think he would be with all that Asian shit on his legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, if you got anything to say to us, jump on, ask some questions, throw some sledges. We like to hear that shit. Yeah, and don't be a mercenary. We'll um, see you next week. Yeah, and if you yeah if you don't like what we say, what's your address, Dana? <laughs> yeah, it's um, uh, Iraq. It's Iruka Dickie.